what I understand about those experiences, it's really the journey internally. Oh, this happened to me because of this belief. Oh, this happened to me because growing up, this is what I experienced. This because this became my fear. Then I had an ego. Then I had the ego to be right, ego to look good. And those lessons are allowing me not just to become more self-aware, but also dive deep into who I am as a person. So I'm grateful for all, for all the experiences, whether it was good or bad, because I'm finally starting to understand that everything that's happening to me is not happening because I'm a bad person or because of the things I did in the past, but it's happening to me because there's something in me that I have to heal. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with this term, that before you bring someone to light, you have to go through darkness first. And that's mm-hmm. kind of my journey right now, discovering everything about what happened, the, the wrong things that happened to me in the past, all the painful experiences, and bringing it to light so that I can heal it. And when, once I'm healed, the journey now is to also heal people. That's mm-hmm. why that's one of my missions nowadays is to really not just love, but also heal and empower people because they can, and you can, and I believe you do. <laughs> Hola, everyone. Welcome to the Encourage to Try podcast. My name is Mia and I will be the one to lovingly encourage you to try and continue on the journey of trying. This podcast is for those who are trying whether at work, school, relationships, faith, fitness, business, basically figuring out life. So tune in to the podcast as we talk about these topics and encourage one another to try together. Also, if you are interested in the episode show notes or if you just want to leave feedback, questions, suggested topics, the links are found in the episode description. So please do check it out. So I'd like to introduce to you our guest for this episode. She is a fourth-year nursing student, a personal development speaker, a life and finance coach, an investment consultant, a podcaster, a content creator, an advocate of healing traumas and personal development. Her mission is to gracefully inspire and empower individuals to live a life of liberty and abundance. She aims to spread love and light to one person a day, envisioning a world that is filled with love, healing, and individuals empowering each other for growth and self-improvement. So please welcome Chriselle Soko. Hi, Chriselle. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Mia. I'm so excited to do this. Can you give us a brief background of first what you do and can you share with us your experience from your past relationships? So, again, um, for, for the brief background, I'm actually a life and wealth coach and also a fourth year nursing student at the moment. And right now, I'm also exploring digital content creation. And I'm just so happy that Right now, there's just endless opportunities. And to answer the question of my relationships in the past, I think, yeah, I can describe it as a roller coaster journey of Mm -hmm. experiences, up and downs. And I think it was more of a journey of discovering who I am all throughout. But of course, that time I wasn't that aware of that mindset. Can you give us examples of the biggest lessons that you've learned from your past relationships just to dive a bit deeper your experience? Okay, so biggest lesson that I've learned all throughout my relationship. I think it to sum it up, 
if you are healed, then you will also heal people. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you are wounded and you enter relationships with that state, you're gonna cause more pain and wound to other people. Even if you are aware or not of this idea, it's really what happened to me in the past. Another learning is I attract who I am. Mm-hmm. So the the relationships I've been into in the past few years. I think I've let go of the blame of the self-victim phase that, no, this person hurt me. I I don't want to forgive this person. And I think I truly understand why I had to go through all of that. It was because I was attracting who I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it wasn't me blaming them anymore. I think it's more of me thanking them for, for teaching me a lesson. To paint a picture of it, can you give us like a scenario of certain relationships that you've been in that can you tell us where you are mentally at that time and then what learnings did you get from that experience? One of the things that I can share about this was because in the past, I wasn't really aware of boundaries. Mm -hmm. I had none. I had absolutely zero as in no boundaries. And what happened during the relationship was um quote unquote welcome abuse me because I don't I don't have anything to protect myself mm. from I Are you also a people pleaser? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very, very people pleaser in the past. Okay. So um I think yeah, there was that fear that I'm scared this person will abandon me, will mm-hmm. see me as someone that is not worthy. And I didn't know those kind of judgments were actually coming from myself. Mm-hmm. So to paint a picture, this happened in all of my relationships. I don't want to to say that I I, I was abused like that, but more of you don't want that I know like victim mentality. Yeah, right? I think more of it happened to me because I allowed it to. Mm-hmm. So at that time, mentally, my idea was I'm not good enough. This person hates me. If I make a mistake, I'm gonna get judged. You know, all those kind of fears coming from my ego started to come up because we went through a very tough relationship with all of my exes because sometimes it involved third parties, sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so it was really, you know, um, it was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mentally, I think I was in that state that I was scared and I couldn't be who I was. Mm-hmm. I couldn't express who I was. Couldn't say what I really wanted to say or what I was feeling because I'm scared that this person might break mm-hmm. down. Um, coming from a people pleaser mindset, I think you would agree. Yeah, agree, we always agree. put others first before us. Yeah. That's kind of like the whole thing. Yeah. So can you say that even during those relationships in in the state you that you were in, were you able to see the red flags and what did you do after that? Like, did you just ignore it or did you just simply just put it under the rug? Like, what did you do? Yes, I think I definitely saw it back then, but I was too blinded by love. Oh. Um, person, <laughs> so, no, I, I'm not mm. I'm not gonna, you know, tolerate this red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love this person. I'm gonna stay no matter what because I had the ego to prove that I could. Yeah. That I could stay all throughout. Mm-hmm. So, that time, I think I was ranting with to my friends mm-hmm. that I'm experiencing this with my partner. I feel hurt. And they kept telling me, oh my gosh, you don't deserve this. You should break up with this Mm -hmm. person. But I didn't do it because I, again, of the ego that I had to prove. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think um one factor as to why I did all of that as well was because of my idea of love. Yeah. Growing up, my definition of love is sacrifice. To show that you love this person, you always have to sacrifice. That I got that from my parents, from the movies I watched, from the teleseries and all that things that I saw. Mm-hmm. So I thought that the way you love a person is to sacrifice whatever you're feeling. Yeah, yeah. I really do agree with what you said, especially when it comes to movies. Because there is a certain thing that movies do in terms of love, that they, that they romanticize it, mm-hmm. right? Especially, I think there's a popular quote from a movie in Jerry Maguire. I'm not sure if you're able to, to watch that movie, the, the line of Tom Cruise, which he says that, you complete me. Right, yeah. so they romanticize that. And growing up, I've also experienced with what you share that from our parents. That's how it was modeled to us. Like for me, I picture love as something that is accepting, that is filled with mm-hmm. compromise. Because when you love someone, you wouldn't judge them, right? Yeah. You would just simply accept them and just tolerate whatever they are doing, especially when it's already a red flag. Yeah. And in in terms of those things, the reason why I ask you of the red flags is because I've also experienced them in my past relationships. Like, mm-hmm. my past relationships were very toxic and immature, especially in the state that I was in. Not because of the other person, but because I'm taking responsibility of what I didn't know before, but I what I know and learn from it now. So what had happened in my past relationships, I really did invest more on the other person rather than myself. So the tendency that that got me was, or the the effect that that brought me was, it became very toxic to a point where that the relationship was already my world. Like my world revolves, revolves around that relationship. Mm. So whatever happens, if I lose this relationship, I would lose myself because I didn't have my own identity, that my identity is found in that relationship, which... Which shouldn't be the case, right? Okay. So, yeah. I love what you said about identity because, yeah, I think it's how you see yourself. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's how the self-image mm. is really a big factor when you enter relationships. Not just romantically, but also in friendships. And I totally agree with you when you said the line, you complete me. That has been way too rom- romanticized mm. growing up. Yeah, yeah. I, I experienced that a lot in my life and it shouldn't, I'm not saying it's bad, I'm not saying it's also mm-hmm. negative, but I think it would be better if I complete me, you're just a bonus, kind yeah. of. Yeah, like right? in a way, a relationship is uh, consists of two separate individuals, not, <sighs> not 50-50, right? Because no one can complete you mm-hmm. other than yourself. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> and at the same time, I think it also, no, I think, I believe it also comes from your ability to be more self-aware of who you are as a person. Like, what are your likes and dislikes? And at the same time, you should have standards, right? You just can't accept people when they just simply show you a hint of, like, care and love yeah. and you're just gonna give everything to them. That's That shouldn't be the case because you really have to have the ability to, to discern whether or not this person is good for you or not, right? Because it's also a part of loving yourself, mm. right? You have to love yourself in order for you to love other people because you can't give out something what you don't have yeah, in yourself. I 
totally agree. I super agree with that line. Um, and if I may just add to what you said, you are also giving out whatever you have. So, mm-hmm. for example, all you have is worries, fears, doubts yeah. in relationships. That's also what you're going to give out. Yeah, and th- that's what you're going to yeah. attract. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the same time, in terms of the past relationships, like we've talked about before recording the podcast, right? Like, like we don't want to focus just romantic relationships, right? It also applies to our, like our friends, our family yeah. and our relatives and our coworkers and relationships in general, right? So can you also share with us your other experiences in terms of those aspects and other relationships? I'll start with the relationship I had with my friends growing up. I don't think most of my friends know this, but I grew up abroad. So I think for 13 years, I I grew up in um, the Middle East. It's a country called Yemen. And as young as I was, I think three years old, I was exposed to a lot of different people, different nationalities, different beliefs, cultures, and all that. And growing up, what I picked up from people was the belief that I'm not good enough or I'm not um, loved because I got bullied a lot when I was a, a kid and part of that was because I am who I am. And I'm not blaming them. I'm not mm-hmm. you know, saying it's that they're bad, that cursing them or something. I have no resentment towards them anymore. Mm-hmm. But it kind of shaped that belief that I'm not good enough. So so in, in, in friendships, I'm always that person who will always go the extra mile to prove mm. to this person that I am enough. Mm-hmm. And it So that comes from people pleasing, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't always happen the way I want to, which yes. is really painful at times. But I think I had to understand that, yeah, I, I haven't built up boundaries in the past. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm, I'm, I'm empty, my cup is empty, I have nothing to give, I'm still gonna go for that extra mile because I wanna prove that I, I'm worthy of you, mm-hmm. your friendship, I'm worthy of this space, of this mm-hmm. circle, but that's not what they're seeing. So, yeah, I think in, in friendships, um, a big factor of that came from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm just happy and proud that I've overcome the people-pleasing part. Because right now I'm just keeping friends and people in my space that add value to me. I'm not, I'm no longer attached whether this person or not stays in my life. I know that whoever stays are, are the ones that are real. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm starting to appreciate that quality over quantity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'd rather have three friends who are pure and genuine yes. and real instead of having like 300 that are fake ones. <laughs> yeah. Agree. Agree. And I really wanna add to what you said because I can really, really relate to what you said, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the people that you choose yourself to be around with. Like I, I remember you shared this with me uh during one of our conversations about the theory of space. Yeah. Right? Like you are the five people that you hang out most of your time with. Mm-hmm. Like if you, the four of your friends are gossipers or cheaters or all the negative things, you will be the fifth person to be that yeah. negative thing, right? Mm-hmm. And also to add to what you said about you seeking worth from other people, like you seeking validation from other people, it also boils down to not knowing what you're worth. That's why you're seeking yeah. it from other people or somewhere else, right? Because you also don't have that self-awareness that you should love yourself, that you are worthy, 
at the same time, you really have to believe on those things first. Like you are worth loving, that you are worth caring for, that you are worth being taken care of by yourself in order for you to also show that to other people. Not showing for the sake that they would give that to you as well, but rather you are your own person. Right? Mm. So in that aspect, from the relationships that I had in terms of quote-unquote friendships, because I'm already in that stage where I've had my fair share of like trust issues, like seeing the people who like who they are, like not everyone is the same. Not everyone shares the same values that I do. I do. And growing up as well, I never realized that I lacked self-awareness, that I was very much entitled, that I was all the things that I didn't know that I was. Especially, I grew up being a people pleaser as well, simply because of like my childhood. Like I didn't get the 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 love and the care and the attention that, in a way, yeah. the nurture that I got growing up. So I never got that. But again, like what you said earlier, we don't want to be in that victim mentality or victim mindset, right? I wasn't a victim, but rather that is just the circumstance that I grew up in, right? So I wouldn't want to carry that all throughout my adulthood because when I carry that all throughout my adulthood, one, I wouldn't be responsible for my own life. And two, I would just repeat what my parents did to me or my what my environment did to me before to other people which I wouldn't want to happen again, right? Because it's very painful. And the reason why I say that is because the lessons that I've learned from like fake friends or fake acquaintances or all the, the relationships in the past was you would know if someone is bad for you or is, has a negative effect on you when you doubt yourself, when you feel depressed, when you, when you feel anxious, when you feel... Well, trust issues or in a way when you are feeling that you are hard to love. Not saying that those people are bad in a way, but rather focus on the effect that they have on your energy. Right? So in a way, are are they adding value to your life or not? Mm-hmm. It's not about being selfish, but rather it's about looking after, again, looking after yourself so that you can give value to other people. One of the things I love about what you said was when you mentioned the word self-aware. Because everything starts from there. Once you become self-aware of your own thoughts, of your own actions, of why you do things, you will, you have a bigger understanding of yourself. Then you also have a bigger responsibility to act wiser next time. Mm, and I think I wouldn't be where I am right now if not because of self-awareness as well. Mm-hmm. And you also mentioned about belief earlier on, which I also love because I think most people don't understand that everything that's happening to them or everything that's happening to me or to you or to anyone is not a product of who they are, but what they believe in. Because, for example, I, I'd say that I, my belief about myself is I'm not good enough. Then I'm only going to attract experiences, Agreed. situations, and people that will emphasize that belief. Mm. And until I break that, until I believe that it's not true, it's going to keep happening to me. It's going to keep repeating like a pattern to me. And that's why self-awareness is really very important mm-hmm. because it all starts there. And I love that you mentioned it. <laughs> agree, agree. And affirmations. You really have yeah. to practice affirmations that I am, I am loved, I am worthy, I am cared for, I am 
all the positive things that you want to be as a person or as an individual, not as something that you wouldn't want. Because again, what you think over and over, what you say over and over, even if it's just in your head, that's what, who you're gonna attract. And at the same time, that's what your actions are gonna be. Because what you think all the time will come out to your actions. Because that's, those are your beliefs. Right. And when you do that every single day, that's the trajectory of your life. In my past experience, I always think that I'm hard to love, that I'm unworthy, that I'm not good enough, that I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to communicate. And ironically, I became a podcaster. (laughs) And now I'm talking to you. I'm interviewing you. So a fellow podcaster. So in that aspect, before I didn't I I wasn't in the place where I want myself to be. Like, I've always dreamed of being, like, where I am right now. Like, I want to improve on my communication skills. I want to have good relationships, good and real relationships. I want to emphasize on that. So, good and real relationships. I want to be able to not, in a way, repeat the toxicity of who I was before. So, Right now, as I practice affirmations, it's not about you want just wanting to be that certain someone that you dream of, but rather it really takes action. You know, it's not just a one-time, big-time type of thing, but rather it's a daily process, right? That's why I entitled the podcast Encourage to Try because in order for you to be the best at what you do or want what you want to do or in order for you to succeed, you really have to consistently try and fail every single time, right? Like up until now, I'm I'm sure that you're still working on yourself, right? In in building boundaries because you can't learn everything in just one experience. You can't learn everything in just one day, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a process. Life is a process. I think um one thing that I love about affirmations, if you don't know this, mm-hmm. our bodies don't, know the difference between saying out loud versus thinking it out. So so when we say things, the energy that our body receives doesn't understand that doesn't understand if this is a good thing or a bad mm-hmm. thing. When you when you do negative self talk and you say it out loud, I'm not worthy, shocks, I'm scared, mm-hmm. all these kind of things. And when our body receives that, it kind of keeps a score. It kind of adds to traumas instead of healing. Yeah. So what I love about what you said is really putting in also the action, not just saying out the words that I am good enough, I am loved. Really, yeah, it's it's a long journey of trying to to act out that whatever affirmation you want to believe in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think um one thing I also want to add here as well is um my mentor um Coach Russ Husan always mentions this. Um, when our body, okay, when we say something, that, that's our language. And language is only 7% of the total congruency of us as human beings. So, for example, we say that we are good enough or maybe, um, let's use a different one. Uh, let's say I'm wealthy. Um, our language is only 7, 7%. Next is, um, the body is 55% and, um, emotion is 38%. So if one of these three are not aligned, let's say you say that you're you're wealthy but your actions don't match it. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. just gonna add to the fact that oh maybe this isn't working for me. Maybe I'm really not good enough. Because you have to align it with those three every day. You have to show up as someone 
that believes that you are wealthy, you do actions that will lead you to a wealthier state, and you also say things that emphasize that you are wealthy. It's not enough to just say it, not enough to just act it. You also have to feel it. So that's the congruency that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, for me, I after learning this, I know in myself that when something doesn't work, I know that I'm not congruent. There's something either from my, my language, from my emotion, from my actions that is not aligned. And I'm able to become, you know, self-aware um, about this fact. So I can change now. I can shift and not stay in that state. That, mm-hmm. oh, no, it's not working for me. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> getting this. Yeah. yeah, I love that. In a way, what you're trying to say, I think, is you shouldn't contradict yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. When you say that um, you're wealthy, tapas you believe in, oh no, this is not for me. This is yeah. <laughs> That's already not aligned. Da. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's again, it like self awareness really does play a big role in how our trajectory of life will go, right? With everything like your experiences, your realizations, your practices, your daily practices. How did all of those? lessons play a role in who you are today? Those lessons are very important for me because recently, I've just been processing this recently. When this happened to me in the past, I was not in the right mentality, in the right mindset. But right now, what I understand about those experiences, it's really the journey internally. Oh, this happened to me because of this belief. Oh, this happened to me because growing up, this is what I experienced. This because this became my fear. Then I had an ego. Then I had the ego to be right, ego to look good. And those lessons are allowing me not just to become more self-aware, but also dive deep into who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for all for all the experiences, whether it was good or bad, because I'm finally starting to understand that everything that's happening to me is not happening because I'm a bad person or because of the things I did in the past, but it's happening to me because there's something in me that I have to heal. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with this term, that before you bring someone to light, you have to go through darkness first. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of my journey right now, discovering everything about what happened, the, the wrong things that happened to me in the past, all the painful experiences, and bringing it to light so that I can heal it. And when, once I'm healed, the journey now is to also heal people. That's mm-hmm. why that's one of my missions nowadays is to really not just love, but also heal and empower people because they can, and you can, and I believe you do. <laughs> oh, I love that. And what you said really resonates with me in such a way that there's a cliche, right? Hurt people, hurt people. Heal people, heal people, right? Again, because what's your daily practice every single day? That's what you'll do all throughout the day. And and most people operate from subconscious mind or subconsciously, meaning mm. or what they're used to, right? Yeah, that's mm. their autopilot. That's their their mm-hmm. um automatic set of beliefs, behaviors, and attitudes. So mm-hmm. it's really important to to be in the space as well of people who can tell you that you're operating subconsciously or mm-hmm. that's not really who you are. And I, I think that's one big factor as to why I'm doing this. It's because the people that I have around me are also diving deep on self-awareness, personal development. Mm-hmm. And every one of us, we all have 
subconscious sets of beliefs and behaviors and everything. And I think it's up to us to really dive deep on that. Yeah. Yeah. And just to also add to what you said again, it really comes from, are you willing to face your demons, basically? Because I just also want to give like validation to the people who are listening to the podcast that it's understandable that everyone has demons, everyone has traumas, everyone is going through something. It's not just you who is going through it, but everyone as well. It's just a matter of, are you willing to communicate or confront those demons? Because it is hard. It is painful. And in a way, you really have to have a, a good support system around you, right? And also want to share my story in terms of how I faced my own demons. Uh, going back to the story of my past relationships, it was very toxic. It was very, very toxic. It's not just mentally abusive, not just um, verbally abusive, but as, as well as physically abusive. So it was in a very bad state at that time. But again, I don't put myself in a victim mentality, but rather I learn from that. That's why I'm not, I don't want to repeat that toxicity in my life again. And at the same time, I take responsibility for all the wrong things that I did before. And now I'm doing my best to, to improve on that. So the reason why I say that is because after that relationship, like the other person broke up with me, I was really devastated because I've also mentioned earlier that the relationship was my world, my life, my purpose. So when that, when that was forcibly taken away from me, because I can't control whatever, you know, whatever the decision of the other person was. So it took a while for me to really accept that I needed therapy. Because as you also mentioned, that ego also plays a role as to why you want to hold on to a certain relationship or to a certain yeah. person or to a certain um, circumstance or scenario, right? Especially when you see this person as someone you, quote-unquote, the love of your life, somewhat. So in terms of that, it really took me a while to accept that I needed therapy. When I thought of therapy, for me, I, I see therapy as something that a crazy person needs. But in my head, in my mind, I don't need therapy. I'm not a crazy person. <laughs> How egotistic of me to think that. How much lack of self-awareness I was in the past. That's how I am. So it took me a while to really accept that. And then I started going to therapy. Though I didn't even finish therapy the only thing that therapy taught me was you have to be responsible with your thoughts. You have to be responsible for your own growth, right? Though we all need a community to help us, right? But at the end of the day, if that community wants to help you, and if you're not willing to help yourself, no one will be able to help you. It has to start with you, that you have to be willing to be helped. And at the same time, I also want to affirm that it's a process because after that breakup, it took me like three years to move on from that relationship. It's not, it's not a smooth sailing type of process, but rather, again, what you've mentioned before, it was a roller coaster. Like if you, if you picture life as a straight line, that's not real life. That's expectation, right? Life is consists of different types of roads. Sometimes it's a paved road, sometimes it's an off-road, sometimes there's no road. <laughs> so it really does take time to heal. And at the same time, I also want to validate people that 
you are worthy of love, that you are worthy at the end of the day. And if you don't see that in yourself, no one will be able to give that to you, not unless you do that for yourself. So that, yeah, that's what I realized in my journey of like fake friends, of being in relationships that I should have left long ago. But at, again, at the end of the day, I don't want to be in that victim mindset. I just see it as reasons for me to improve even more every single day. I, I love it. It's really, it depends on your perspective as a person. Mm-hmm. And, and what I love about what you said also is you had the courage, the vulnerability to accept and acknowledge where you are right now that I need help. And it's not easy mm-hmm. because I've been there too. Um, you're gonna, go through all the phases of denial to just prove that you are not, you don't need help, you don't need support. And and it takes up a lot of courage and, and vulnerability to be able to do that. And I, I'm, I'm honoring you for, for acknowledging that you needed help at that time. And for also acknowledging the responsibility that you play, um, that you have in this life, because this is your life and everything that's happening to us, to me, to you, it's, it's all our responsibility. And yeah, I think one of the reasons why most people enter in toxic relationships and toxic habits is because they're in denial. They're scared to face the fact, the demon. They're, they're scared to, to go through darkness and all of that. Not knowing that it is a journey. It is something you have to go through. Nothing to be ashamed about. Nothing to, to, to hide because we're, we're all humans and we go through phases in life. And it's not always sweet and flowery and butterflies and rainbows it's really the dark roads that teach us the hardest lessons mm. so i love that you took responsive responsibility after discovering what you had what you discovered about yourself and owning up to this and right now i can see and sense that you are a better person improving every day because you know that this is your life no one else is gonna do it for you but yourself yeah. thank you Chriselle. I appreciate everything that you've said and shared. And just to wrap up everything, what is one word or sentence that you would want to encourage everyone to try today? One sentence that I encourage everyone to try today is to do something that would emphasize your love for yourself. I love that. So for everyone listening to me as listeners, um, I have my social media accounts in TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube, and I also have my own podcast. It's called Love and Light Podcast, and you can find me on all social media accounts at Grizel Soccer. Yeah. All right. Love it, Grizel. Thank you for taking the time and sharing your insights in the podcast. So appreciate you so much. Thank you so much, Mia, for um, giving me this opportunity to add value to many. And of course, I enjoyed the conversation. I love the flow of conversations and topics that we talked about. So thank you for having me here. I'm, I'm so honored. Thank you, Chriselle. So see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you everyone for your time on listening to this podcast. I hope you gained a lot of insight from it. And if you find this podcast helpful, please do share it with your loved ones or to those you think that needs to hear this. I would appreciate it so much if you leave a review via voice message to anchor.fm slash encouraged to try with Mia or you can send me a DM through 
the podcast Instagram account at Encourage to Try with Mia. See you on the next episode. Bye.